You are listening to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. Expand your mind and keep it love. This is episode 130 and I'm your host, Miguel. The title for the show today is Beyond Good and Evil. It's a very simple title, but there's a lot of depth and profound thought uh, in this episode. So I highly suggest if you're the thinking type, kind of focus and put your attention on you know what i'm getting into and how see how you resonate with it so a lot of times we'll hear these terms you know good and evil and so before we even get into it i just want to explain that this is a classic example of teaching through an allegory so in this book of genesis you know the garden of eden the tree of eternal life and the tree of knowledge these are allegories like you know the eagle and the serpent you know the eagle being the highest most ascended aspects of, of humankind and, and, and the serpent being the lower, but they both had their um, abilities and like the serpent is known for being wise and the uh, eagle is known for being able to fly from a very high height and just see everything. And it's imbued with, you know, power and majestic qualities, you know, whereas the serpent kind of flip-flops, it can be evil or good, but these are just allegories to give us a teaching and ascended masters really the ones that knew what they were doing and the ones that were in line with God uh, do their teachings through allegory so it can be absorbed in us and it makes it easier for us to follow and see their teaching clearly. You know, we we see it as a on the surface just a very simple thing, you know, the guy was an asshole today or he was really a cool guy today or whatever whatever may be taking place, but I'm bringing up this good beyond good and evil in a much deeper and much more profound sense uh, garden of eden type of sense you know the tree of knowledge and good and evil and the tree of eternal life and that type of stuff which resonate very deeply with me and my thinking because i'm of the uh i'm of the thought that if you're going to get into something get first of all find the best speaker on that subject or the best research matter on that subject and then delve deeply into it and compare it to other um thinkers other writers history and just look at it with multiple lenses you know to make sure that you're using the right lens and the right frame of thought so again it's beyond good and evil and in essence what it is it takes it takes us all the way back to the garden of eden and i've discussed this on prior podcasts but this is going to be an expanded version of that and a bunch of other related topics so yeah you have the the origins of good and evil is the garden of uh, eden where you have God places Adam and Eve in this garden and they're living in perfection there's no hunger there's no strife there's no predation no no killing uh, the lions and, and the tigers do not predate they just eat grass and fruit and the world is perfect it's a perfect world and in the midst of this garden God tells Adam and Eve that you know all of this creation is yours to enjoy except for the tree in the midst of the garden, which is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So you have right next to it, the tree of eternal life and the tree of knowledge. And God said to them, do not partake of this tree of knowledge because when you do, your eyes shall be opened. Or if you do, your eyes shall be opened like ours and you'll know the difference between good and evil. You'll be able to delineate. In other words, you will no longer be childlike. Obviously, in this state in the Garden of Eden in perfection they were childlike but 
there's two terms I'm going to hit you with, and one is subjective and one is objective. So subjectively, when you enjoy something subjectively or you appreciate it subjectively, that's you within yourself. Uh, objectively is as a group. Let's say the group likes the music or the group likes the food. Objectively, it's approved. It's, it's enjoyed. So you have subjective and objective. And the reason I'm defining both terms is I want to make sure we have a clear understanding. So as you have Adam and Eve in, in, in this garden of Eden, you know, they're basically childlike and they're following, you know, every whim of the creator of God, and, and that, which is fine. But God doesn't want robots to follow him or somebody to just be programmed to follow him. So he wants people to follow him subjectively because they, they want to, okay? And in essence, if, like I said, if they were to just follow him blindly like that, there would be, it's not that it's a challenge, but there would be no... No pleasure in that, no gain, no organic existence, no camaraderie, anything at all, you know, no relation between the two because it's just a cold, cold relationship. You know, I, I, I write down the code and you follow it. So what God did was he put the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the midst of the garden so that if they did partake of it, which I'm sure he didn't know they would do it, their eyes would be opened and then it would be their choice to follow him. So the first test they failed because they, they chose not to listen to him and they did eat of the fruit of knowledge of good and evil. But that's we inherited that original sin, but we daily are in that position to choose between good and evil and to make a choice to follow God or not. Now, I don't want, want to make an impression that I'm a Bible thumper or that I run around, you know, hugging trees and, you know, going to India feeding the hungry under Ganges. I don't do that. But I do try to help my fellow man when I have the chance and I do have a heart. You know, I am an anti-war activist. I don't understand these wars of profit and destruction and, and, and death and doom that was spreading all over the planet. I really don't agree with that. So that's why I try to do my little part with this podcast, just to put my voice out there so that other like-minded people can see that they have um, camaraderie and other people that think like they do, instead of being brainwashed by this, by this mainstream media shit. So what it is, is God just wants to experience his own creation subjectively and enjoy it and commune with it and connect with it these are his children just like the love you would have for your own children which is very natural but the world that we're in today they they don't want us thinking about any of these things or reading about it or researching it because it's not hip and i guess what's hip today is things that are satanic and just devil worship just darkness is what's really popular today in all of the movies and there's a TV show out now, I guess it's called Lucifer, and people, they they kind of see it as a joke, and, you know, it's entertaining and funny, I guess, because it's rebellious, but if they buy into this a little bit and say, hey, you know what, maybe uh, th these entities are true, or maybe some of this, uh, these uh, dark teachings are, are, are true, well, if they believe that, that this could be some truth to that, why don't they believe in God? See what I'm saying? And why would it even be a and a comparison between the two you know god is is the one that created all things came from him so why not go right directly to the source so again a lot of this what i'm going to be speaking about is referred to as occult which basically means hidden from the eye o occult which is like ocular the eye that's the etymology and uh and, and hidden hidden from plain sight where you know you need to get some type of esoteric understanding of the subject matter. So 
now that we're in the Garden of Eden and we're covering this duality, I can prove to you that not only was the Garden of Eden uh, duplicitous with the tree of knowledge and the tree of eternal life, but everything in creation is duplicitous. Um, and if you say to me, hey, Mike, you know, your, my keyboard, my keyboard is not duplicitous. Well, if you look at your keyboard and break it down to its smallest components, it's made up of molecules and those molecules are made up of atoms. Those atoms all have a positive and a negative charge, which makes them duplicitous, dualistic in nature and in creation. So there's one thing in all of creation that is singular and has no alternate charged particles or anything like that. It's just one particle, one thing, and it is singular in nature, and that is a photon of light. And that one photon of light is natural. It comes from the sun. It's one of the smallest uh, things that we have, you know, if, when they measure it down. And this singular smallest thing in existence nourishes, nourishes and feeds everything. All life comes from this photon of light through photosynthesis. So just reflect on that a bit. So I'm just going to hop, hop around on some different uh, ideas and things that I've written down and notes I've taken. And uh, yeah, so we're going to go. The, so the biggest lie that um, the devil wants us to all believe is that he never existed in the first place. If you have any common sense, you could figure that one out right there. That's just straight up deception. So you have no idea, no orientation, which is what's taking place today. Everything is a diversion. You watch television and they're going to divert you from uh, improving your life or studying or, you know, taking part in some activities with your family, maybe throwing the ball around with your kid. They're going to divert you from that into something that's, you know, your sports team or, you know, some college, you know, football or something like that. And for the life of me, I don't get it. And, you know, I was going to say I'm sorry, but I'm really not. You know, you have some grown ass men out here that are 50 years old. And they're wearing, you know, the Kaepernick jersey with, you know, the NFL sneakers, you know, that cost them 300 bucks. And they're so proud of themselves, man. You know, now, if you got the loot like that, God bless you, man. You know, it looks good on you. But if you're taken away from your family, you're struggling uh, to get by, to eat and just to pay your bills and maintain your family. And, and you're doing that. You you got some thinking to do, man. You got to re reorient your priorities because... Um, that's some wrong thinking right there but that's what the mainstream media wants you know you'll never see them put positive stuff out there to so we can grow and learn and and improve our lives and our lot in life but you know they're gonna push all of this bullshit to us all of these lies and misdirections and you know just trying to take take our eye off where we need to be at now there's another field that I want to discuss here and that's called parapsychology and what parapsychology teaches is that there's a connection between the psychic world and the physical world. You know, telekinetics, telekinesis, where a person can bend a spoon with their mind or move an object or people that are clairvoyant, deja vu, where you see s something happen before it happens. Like you might be playing cards. It's happened to me many times. Like you might be playing cards with a friend and you say to yourself, oh, they're going to come up with, you know, the eight of hearts and, and say got you and like as you're playing they're going to come up with the eight of hearts and say got you and you're like holy shit I mean and it really happens where does that come from one of the first things that obviously that does is it throws the, the whole concept of time and space out of whack because you just violated the, 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 the law of time because you saw time before it happened 
right? You you perceived the time before it came to you. So how's that, right? So there's a lot of different aspects to the world that we live in, and most of us really just take it for granted and accept what's handed to us, you know, for for a fact, and just don't bother to do any type of critical thinking, analyzing, research, or anything, just to see what what the real truth is, what's really going on. Now, there are a lot of great speakers out there that you can listen to. Now, I'm not putting my stamp of approval on them or saying they're orthodox or they're great or whatever, but they're out there. And as I said, you have to cherry pick the information that you want to get because, you know, if you want to get your facts straight, sometimes you got to roll in the mud and get dirty a little bit to, to, to come out with those few pearls that you need. So a couple of the speakers that I'm going to bring up, and these are really good speakers, and you have to take what they're teaching you with a grain of salt you know some of it you're going to accept and some of it to, to me i'm not going to accept for various reasons which is mainly you know who they serve um, but one of them is a guy by the name of manly p hall i believe he was a 33 degree 33 degree freemason and the guy didn't take notes or read out of books or anything he would sit and speak for 90 minutes just verbatim off the top of his head extremely smart dude and he has some really good and sound teachings he gets into some hermeticism and such and i said before you have to be very careful with that hermeticism because in the beginning in the first chapter or whatever it sounds really cool and there's some good truths in it but as you delve deeper into it i i walk away because i don't like what i see there so i'm going to glean what i need not that i'm believing in something that is against God, but I'm just taking it for what it is. Like if you're telling me some truth and I'm learning from it, then that's fine. But the minute it kind of goes over that line, um, I'm out. So one of them is Manly P. Hall. Another great speaker is a guy by the name of William Cooper or Bill Cooper. This guy was from like, from like the late 90s. Uh, he actually died right around 9-11. He predicted it. He did some kind of predictive thing on his radio show and it actually, he said, there's this guy, Osama bin Laden. And they're going to do some really big event, like catastrophic event or false flag. And they're going to blame it on him. And surely enough, I think within a month or so, that's actually what happened. Crazy shit. So that's William Cooper, or they call him Bill Cooper. And he has the two things that he did that were really good. One was a book called Mystery Babylon. You can find it online. You can go to YouTube and you can listen to him. Mystery Babylon. And the other one that he has is... a. Behold the Pale Horse is another one. Gets into the uh, book of Revelations. The guy, the guy is really, really smart. Another dude in more modern times is a guy by the, out of Philly. His name is Mark Passio. I like Mark Passio a lot. He talks about secret societies and Illuminati, Rosicrucianism and all that stuff. So, And there's a lot of other good listeners out there. Just put a little effort into it and you'll find them just the way I did. Now, I want to touch on a subject here which comes from older times you know the earlier churches and earlier teachings and that is gnosticism or or gnosis meaning knowing truth directly from god and one of the main tenets of gnosticism is that we all have a divine spark within us from god you know god is within us and we are made up by god of god's essence also we're not gods but we have his divine spark within us and that's one of the things that uh, uh, Gnosticism teaches us so there's some elements of Gnosticism that I'm very cool with and some I, I don't bother reading I'm not saying it's bad or evil it's just my preference what I read although that Gnosticism starts getting over into the Hermeticism real quick 
So as you start reading this stuff, some of it might make sense. And if that stuff is cool, you find that that's you, you know? I mean, you have to make these choices on your own and, 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 and make these evaluations on your own. And that's what it is to be a human, to be a man, to be a person that does critical thinking. You know, stuff isn't just handed to you. That's Charlie Rouse in the background with Monk. Really the only saxophone player by God intended to play with Monk was Charlie Rouse. He was the only dude that could understand him. And man, they ripped together. Anyway. So again, what we have to understand is each and every one of us has supreme, consci supreme consciousness within us. That's why there are times in life that you're going to have an epiphany on something or something just going to hit you in a certain way or whatever the case might be, but you're going to, in, in those times, you're going to see that divine spark within you. Now, and for some reason, it always seems like man wants to compete against God. He's in competition with God. Even Jacob wrestled with God. I mean, this is something that just goes back to time immortal. Um, another, another argument I hear is people talk about this pr primordial soup where you know, there was a puddle sitting on the uh, ocean coastline and it was 72 degrees and there was two carbon molecules in it and the seagull, you know, not, well, there was no life at that point. Um, you know, the gust of wind hit at a certain angle and life, life emerged. Give me a break. There's no way that matter or the material world can, can create life. The only thing that can create life is something that has intelligence and neural pathways embedded within it because what happens is life is actually intelligent dna dinucleic acid and rna recombinant nucleic acid create that dna spiral that you see and they're still trying to unpack all of the information and the mathematics and and, and just the pure genius that's the divinity that's within the dna so how are you going to tell me that a piece of moss is going to become a snail you know there's no intelligence in in, in matter of the planet you know it was created it's not the creator again the only thing that can actually create life is life comes from as a result of intelligence and, and as a result of consciousness which are one and the same consciousness is intelligence and intelligence is consciousness self-awareness okay knowing that you do exist and you know where you came from now i have some first-hand knowledge of this because um when i grew up in, in downtown brooklyn you know poor and everything like that puerto rican and you know, in our uh, Hispanic culture and community, there's a thing that's called santeria, which people that get into some dark stuff, they go to the botanica, and they buy these candles and this mysterious voodoo type stuff, and they really get into it. And there was basically two extremes. You had, you know, the Catholic family, Catolico, and we went to the Catholic church, and we attended mass, and we feared God and read the Bible and such. And then you had some other people that out front, they showed that, but when you went into their bedroom, you'd see these weird altars with stones and things upside down and really really weird and I've, I've seen this in my life I've seen some, some weird stuff happen so I'm not just talking about stuff that I've gleaned from books or you know uh, HBO specials this is stuff that I've seen you know from a youth you know it's it's real shit so knowing that that's the case and people especially today you see like Madonna and Jay-Z and all of these uh, what what's a Beyonce and them they look like the people that work for her actually say that she's Satanist and she does all of these rituals and stuff like that. This is this is a fact. But, you know, no one says anything. But if, if uh, you know, a hardworking man, you know, 
makes an illegal left turn, he's going to get ridden up and that's going to take food out of his family's mouth conceivably. This is the world that we're living in today, man. It's just upside down completely. Man does not fear God anymore. Man feels that he is God. And, and the funny thing about it, and it's not even funny, but if you look at standard of living across the planet right now, it's just plummeting and dropping as people get more and more demonic and withdrawn from the truth of God and their family and you know, communing with nature and communing with one another in, in the way that we were meant to and intended to be by God. You know what I mean? Like loving our families and supporting one another instead of all of these uh, vices that we see today that's being promoted all over the place. Materialistic, satanic, sexual, drugs, just everything. It's, it's, it's really the downfall of men right in front of us. If you consider yourself a critically thinking person, then you need to start removing school book teachings, mainstream media shows, your feelings, emotions that you hold, that believing in the occult is just something that's cool because Kanye West does it, shit like that. The occult and these, these really dark teachings are put out here for us to control the population because the ruling class right now, this is... This is what they believe in now. Yeah, you know, I guess it's kind of complicated because if they if they believe in it, why would they want us to believe in the same thing that they believe in? But they do it for nefarious reasons because it's, it's a control mechanism for them. Uh, what comes along, a lot of what the occult and, and this stuff plays on is fear. One of the main, main things is kind of a mind control, the person knowing about you and fears that you have within you. That's why it's really important to do that shadow work, you know, the call young, um, looking at the shadow, because if you don't look at the deepest, darkest elements within yourself, you're going to project those elements on someone else because of your lack of dealing with them. You got to unpack that one because it's a little deep. If you don't deal with the, the shadow aspects within yourself, the dark aspects, like how could I think that? Or why did I think that about that person or whatever these really dark things? If you don't unpack those within yourself and look at them and integrate them and internalize them and examine them, if you don't do that, then what ends up happening is you're going to be so fearful of those thoughts and of that darkness that you're going to project that darkness onto other people because you're going to have to deal with it one way or the other. And the easiest default way is to pin it on somebody else. Of course, blame somebody else and attack them for that darkness when it's something shadow aspects of yourself that you've never dealt with. So... I guess this ruling class, they, they look at it in that, in that light because once you take a step into the darkness, it's all downhill. You might be driving a fast car, you might be doing some great stuff and living a great life, but give it some time because ultimately you're serving the wrong master, okay? And there's just, like I said, there's so much different things going on right now. It's, it's like the Chinese said, may you live in interesting times. I even watch on some of these television shows, and not that I watch TV, but as I pass by, or I kind of do research on YouTube and I see, see stuff like that, you'll see a TV show, and a girl will be talking with a friend like, oh, we're going to cast a spell tonight, and I got this book, and we have to get some grape leaves and a toad nail or something like that, or I have a bat or some crazy thing, and, and, and they really think, you know, it's funny to them because of the fact that this is what's being put in front of them. And not too, too far removed from that, you'll have a, a, a kid like an eight-year-old boy in class and he's in like second grade or whatever and, you know, the counselor is going to come up to him and say, do you, do you know what gender you prefer to be? You know, and you're asking this to an eight-year-old who doesn't know what you have for breakfast 
or what what you know what his favorite color is but you're gonna ask him what his you're gonna have him make a life-changing decision at age eight you know and chemically castrate him and put him on hormone blockers and I mean, this is, this is really what's happening right now, and it's very dark and very nefarious. I'm telling you, man, if you use the right lens, you're going to see this all around you, the manipulation and, and, and the satanic agenda that's taking place right now. Even these fires that are taking place on the West Coast, you know, there's an agenda, there's Agenda 2030 to clear out California. And you, my brothers and sisters out in California... I hear you, man. I see everybody's leaving that state, and it's just a sad thing, especially if you have a lot of history there, family, and made big commitments out there. You know, I really, you know, feel for you, man, but just stay on the straight course, man, and know that, you know, you're making the right decisions for you and your family by leaving, you know, or if you're fighting it out and staying, who knows? It's, it's, thank God it's something I don't have to deal with at this point in time. So I'm going to get to one of the most important points as far as dealing with this occult and dark darkness. The main and most important thing that you have to have an understanding is is that you cannot combat or fight against this on your own. Even Jesus in the New Testament, when the devil brought him to the pinnacle of the mountain, like a precipice was stone that was overhanging, looking, you know, over the valley and everything like that. The devil said to Jesus, you know, bend, bend down your knee to me and I will give all of this to you. And Jesus did not even answer him directly. He said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God or from the teachings of God. So even Jesus didn't confront the devil directly because it's not to be done. You, you, you rely on the word of God and the teachings of God. You know, that's why a lot of these people, you know, again, in my culture, you'll see people like, oh, you know, this girl did this to you and oh, she's going to do something to you and she has this power. And the minute that God sees you that he sees you as a person that you feel that you have these powers imbued within you he's gonna say oh you have these you have powers cool you know you, you i'm gonna leave you alone with your own powers but in the act of emptying yourself if you do follow god and you empty yourself and you say god i'm not able to to handle the situation and i need the blood of jesus the blood of your son to cleanse me you know this unrighteousness so whatever the case might be bang it's instant right there because it's not you you emptied yourself and you've assume the fullness of God in Jesus. And again, not to be a Bible thumper or whatever like that, but you know, sometimes, you know, a man has to speak truth. And as I get older in my age, a lot of these things come a lot sharper into my vision. You know, I'm not eating water chestnuts and like I said, handing out dry socks after a rainstorm. I, you know, I'm a regular dude, but I mean, you have to have this compassion in your heart and, you know, have feelings for people and try to help when you can. It's, it's, it's really important especially in this times that we're living in right now. And I know I'm all over the place, but I'm just going to riff with this. One of the main things that I've mentioned in some of my prior podcasts is the assault on masculinity and men right now. And one of the main reasons for doing that is if, you, let's say you had one village and you were going to attack another village and try to take them over or whatever, the first focus for you uh, on the offensive is to know where their fighters are, where their men are that can defend and protect them and strategize something against them, right? And that's exactly what's happening with us right now is that they know that by assaulting modern men today, you know, they're gonna it's going to have a direct impact on breaking up families. That's why in the minority communities and the black and Hispanic communities, 
we have so much uh, dealings with drug, the problems with crimes and drugs and incarceration and gangs and everything like that because these young men have no father figure because the father has been removed from the home. And that's when you realize what real masculinity, masculinity in the home is and teachings of a dad and just having a dad be there, you know, with his family and keeping the family cohesive as a unit. And those families being cohesive with their extended family where all mankind becomes one, one big family, you know, just synchronizing together and, and just uh, helping one another instead of what we have going on right now, which is ridiculous. And it's really something the way they put these agendas on us. You know, it start, started back years and years ago, but in modern times, if you look back in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s, they had Halloween, and then you had started having shows like The Monsters, and, you know, The Creature from the Black Lagoon, and a little bit Dracula, and they start uh, bringing these concepts into us and these entities into us. It, and it's gotten to the point right now where you look at Halloween and it's basically a satanic festival right the music the Ozzy Osbourne the blood the gore the, the Satan worship it's it's really out of control and it's it's having a really negative impact upon upon this world so you know you have to be cognitive of this you'll be sitting in a circle with some of your friends speaking some of this truth and they're gonna say oh look at this what are you stupid and you know you know and they're gonna be just like that with you but they have no real understanding of anything as a matter of fact, they're infantile in, in their way of thinking if they don't see really what's happening on this planet right now. So, I mean, that just, it's self-evident. And I don't want anybody to get the wrong impression here, thinking that, they, you know, they have to start going to church every Sunday. So I don't go to Catholic church. I don't belong to a, a church congregation. I read the Bible on my own when I have time. I listen to it, and I practice it as much as I can in my deeds and my actions and in my conduct. Again, I'm not perfect, but... I try to abide by, you know, spiritual teachings, you know, and, and, and Buddhist concepts also. I mean, you know, uh, you know, Jesus is my savior, but, you know, I'm a student of the teachings of the Buddha, like the, the positivity and the awakening of the self, of the realiz realization of the self. You know, he has some really good teachings on the meditation and, and code of conduct, you know, the Four Noble Truths and the Eightfold Path, all of that good stuff. I want it all. You know, you read it, it speaks to you. You know, then, then then go with it, pursue it, you know, because it's there for you. So, what it is, is basically a matter of objectively making a, an evaluation of who you are, where you are in life, what your position is. How are you holding up to your responsibilities? Or as my mother would say, cumplir con tu deber, you know, to complete. To conform to your responsibilities, to, to, to meet your responsibilities, you know, where are you in that space right now? It's important to, to, to make that evaluation and to make the corrections where you need to, to improve your life. And I'm seeing a lot of people today, young and old, and the greatest effort that they're putting forth is the effort to elude or avoid responsibility, to avoid going through difficult times through demanding times, through resistance, you know what I mean? And that's really the only path that you can have to reach any type of goal in your life that's worthwhile, you know. If you're just sitting there comfortably in your little, you know, futon mattress, snuggled in with a, you know, a goose down comforter and, you know, remote control in your hand and a warm mug of coffee, as they say, you're not you're not meeting too much resistance and you're not really getting shit done. Now, 
if you do that as a result of the day before, you spent four hours on your resume, you know, you were lifting weights, and, you know, you helped an old lady cross the street, and whatever other layers you want to put on that, sit down in that bed and enjoy that warm mug of coffee because you deserved it. But it's, as in all things, it's balance. And we're losing sight of that. Everybody wants that instant gratification, that instant stimulation, those instant likes and follows and whatever, Instagram storylines and such. Which, again, in moderation, it's cool. Like like Aristotle said, everything in moderation, you know, within reason. But once you start going off the deep end and, you know, your whole existence is you wake up the first thing in the morning and you got to check your social media. And if your social media ain't popping the way you want it to, now your whole day screwed up and you got to realign yourself with the stars and find out what you did wrong and start following, you know, different people. What do they call that? <laughs> influencers it's a crazy world because i found myself initially when i started hitting the instagram with the podcast i saw some immediate bounce on it i I did see it had an effect and i went a little nutty with it and i started kind of going overboard with it and i said what am i doing sitting here you know i'm telling people not to do that and i'm doing it myself it's addictive it's addictive it's that dopamine uh, rush that you get so again everything within moderation you know Another big thing is the company that you keep. I really, for the most part, and for my whole life, I don't want to use the word that I've been a loner, but I, to a very large degree, I stay on my own because I have the most fun that way. I don't have to deal with other people's bullshit or anxiety or feelings or whatever the case may be. I have a perfectly great time, you know, on my own. Again, I'm not antisocial. I mean, I have times, you know, I go with my wife or I have friends or whatever, and, you know, you have, you know, you have a good time or you enjoy within reason. But, you got to really be careful with the company that you're keeping because they're going to have a direct effect on the outcome of, of, of the direction your life is going in as far as either dragging you down or putting you in, in the right direction. And speaking honestly, I don't see too many people, whether young or old, that are really a good positive influence these days. I just see so many beta followers. Beta followers, they just put their head down, they just nod and they just follow and eat their you know, uh, Cool Ranch Doritos and shit, you know, and do what they're told, like good little boys. So, something that you really have to gauge, you know, the direction your life is going and the steps that you're taking. Are you the type that is just seeking comfort and warmth and want to snuggie in that down comforter with the warm mug of cocoa? Or are you the kind that's going to get out there and get after it and deal with the resistance, deal with the adversity, deal with the cold and the pain? you know to get what you need to get done you know what i mean because not only is it empowering to your body but it's empowering to your mind to know that you can handle and deal with adversity and one of the things that you really want to try to pride yourself with is as the pressure gets harder you react the way you react to the pressure is even better is improved because you have the ability to slow things down whenever you're in a moment of pressure or something is going down like at that moment, you know, you want to try to slow everything down in slow motion in your head, even though you're seeing it in real time. And having the ability to see things slow down gives you a better reaction time so you can handle whatever's coming at you. So I'm just kind of spotting off some different ideas. I know I've been all over the place on this podcast, bringing up different ideas and different concepts. I actually still have some notes on this that I want to um, put out, and I might do this as a part two or just another another podcast or something uh so these are just things that i've been reflecting on you know i know i hadn't put out a show in in, in two weeks 
and I've just been kind of wrapped up with my own personal life and things that I'm doing on, on my end over here. You know, the job and, and the household and, you know, getting the, the home winterized and just different things, you know, watching my budget and all kind of fun stuff like that. So these, these are the things that the life is made up of. So I want you to really give this a good listen and a good thinking over, uh, you know, discuss it with people that you know, with friends that you know, and just try to let it assimilate into your thought patterns and your thinking and the direction that you're going in. Because um, if you're lacking discipline and focus and the choice of right lenses to observe life through, then you're, you're missing out on a lot. And you're basically a trained seal just, you know, begging for a piece of fish. You know, the, the seals with the honk, 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 and they honk the horn and they get a piece of fish. You know, that's the existence that you're living. And I don't think that's a, that's a pretty cool way. I don't think that's a cool way to be living, let's put it that way. So you want to you wanna get after it and optimize and maximize who you are and what you do and your family and all those fun things, right? So I'm repeating. I'm going to kind of leave it right here. I do want to thank you for listening. And uh, just, just for your own edification, you've been listening to... Keith Jarrett, and actually on the outro, I'm going to play his song, Bob B, that I played in the beginning. It's Keith Jarrett. I played some Thelonious Monk with Charlie Rouse. I don't even remember what song that was. Epistrophe or something. And uh, I played some Coltrane. Let's see, what Coltrane was that? Uh, Equinox. Love that. Equinox with McCoy Tyner. I'm, I'm a big jazz buff. I, I play my, my rap music, but I love... 60s. I even, I even go with some bebop Charlie Parker and uh, I go back like that. You know, I love my jazz music. So, and if you guys have any recommendations for music or anything like that, just uh, send it over to me. Again, any feedback, sh- show notes, thoughts, observations, shout outs, anything for the show, just uh, you know, hit me up on the email alphamilebuddhist at gmail.com. My website is alphamilebuddhist.podbean.com. I'm on Instagram with the same name, Alpha Male Buddhist. So go up on Instagram and give me, you know, some thumbs up or some, give me some good positive feedback. I uh, spoke to a pretty cool artist dude the other day on uh, on Instagram. And uh, he's probably going to come on the show and we're going to get into, like, some of our thinking and some of our conversations for, for today, you know, to edify the listening audience. So, again, I do want to thank you for listening. And uh, I'm going to play uh, Boppy one more time and... Uh,
Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. My email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. My website is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com. My Instagram is alphamalebuddhist. And check out my YouTube channel, Alpha Male Buddhist, and that's on YouTube. It is the podcast accompanied with video clips that integrate exactly with the podcast, so it's motivational and inspirational. I also have promotional t-shirts. If you go to my website, alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com, you can see the promotional t-shirts there. Reach out to me. Also, if you have any show notes or any suggestions that you would like to hear on the podcast, just reach out and see if I can get that done. I've been getting some really great emails and feedback from my listeners, which is great. So I want to thank you for listening and namaste.